Yo, what's up? It's your girl, DJ Nark. What's going on? Oh, boy. It is 2.45 in the morning. And as you can see, I have not adjusted to the time difference just yet. Also, my bathroom ceiling is filled with precarious water bubbles under the plaster that could burst at any time. One of them has already <clears throat> the one around the light fixture. <laughs> so it's just a matter of time before the bathroom ceiling <laughs> falls in. It's okay. Every truly aus auspicious moment of my life has been preceded by Strangely enough, a water leak somewhere up above me that then rains down through my ceiling. In fact, I was not quite sure if I was pregnant and I came home to a rainstorm in my living room at the time where the entire ceiling had given in in one corner of the room and through different cracks water was just pouring into the apartment and I walked in and I looked at it and I thought okay so I'm pregnant <laughs> got it water is abundance Water busting through the walls trying to get to you is a premonitory sign. That abundance is coming for you. You can't stop it. Also, did I mention that we're in New York? If you got it, smoke it. And if you don't have it, go get it. And if you need it, drink something. I myself am drinking warm lime water out of a Gemini mug. Water that was filtered, put into a glass teapot that is stove safe, fire safe, whatever the fuck you call it. And then boil gently. Mmm. Now, if you're wondering why I included those details, it's because the details are what's important to me. Without the details, I don't want it. You know, I don't want it, and I'm bored, and I don't, I just, no. <laughs> I'm not interested. So let's talk about what I am interested in and let's talk about how being interesting requires quite a lot of guts. You've got to believe in yourself, don't you? This is why you meet so many people who seem interesting and then after a while of listening to them, you're like, oh my God, this is like a tape on repeat. 
Like you only know those five, you only have these five reactions. I mean, it's full of bluster and you would think these people really believe in themselves. But you ever really watch somebody? There's two reactions you're going to get. One is people are going to notice that you're watching and they're going to look away and become quite reserved. They know they're being studied. The other person is going to look at you directly and smile. Because they have nothing to hide. They're actually quite amused that you're studying them. And their look to you is always a confirmation. Yes, I am as incredible as you think I am. It's true. The promise is real. But we'll talk about being interesting later. (laughs) Trying to be interesting is like a disease on social media. And I fucking love it. I love watching people try to be interesting. And there's so many people I'm triggering right now by saying this. Oh, you know who you are. No, I love it. I love the bells and the whistles. I love the conjurings and the wordplay. I love the poses and the lighting. (laughs) But... Why are you just saying that one thing or those same five things over and over again? You know what I'm talking about, right? My life is so cool. My life is so cool. My life is so cool. Hashtag my life is so cool. Okay. Everything's going to be okay. I am like so motivational. Okay. I'm on my grind. Like, I work hard. Okay. But look at me. I'm so fly. Courtesy of, you know, input whatever brand is sponsoring that tube top. (laughs) Wait, I said there were five. Oh, yeah. I really care about you. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so cynical. I really care about you. So much. (laughs) I don't know you, but I care about you so much. Okay. And in and of itself, am I, am I offended, right? By the, by the use of these archetype, like these archetypal emotional conversations that people like, no, I'm not. It's that there is nothing past that first sentence. There is no depth. Let's take the I care about you. Hey, I care about you. Everything is going to be okay. Promise. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Do you realize that wait, what? Has become like a curse word for me. Like I just don't feel the need to curse anybody out or raise my voice or get into any kind of like nastiness with anyone. It's legitimately enough for me to be like, wait, what? Because 
now I've prefaced whatever comes next. Like anything I do next is taken care of. I don't need to explain myself anymore. You've put me in a position where I'm wondering what just happened. (laughs) So let's take for granted now that I don't know you. I don't trust you. (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) We can deal with this later or I will find a way to deal with this. But right now, no. So everything is going to be okay. Don't worry. Okay. Now, even if you were around this person, you wouldn't get any more than that. Right? Because anything more than that is risky. Right? So that surface affirmation, if you can even call it that, it's actually more, to me, sounds like a guilt trip. You know? Everything's going to be okay. Why are you worried, stupid? (laughs) Come on, be inspired by my perfect life. I am telling you, everything's going to be fine. Wait, what? (laughs) No, no, because anything more is too risky. Now, Now think about where that places us. Anything more than that is too risky? It seems like the freest place in existence, the internet has become so self-policed by special interests, anyone who's sponsoring you, paying you, that it's become the most muted place. I mean, sure, there are people who use it as a tool of dissension, but when you look at the number of people who are trapped by it instead of gaining freedom through it. The numbers are staggeringly out of proportion. People have created these ideological cages for themselves. And just like they are in person, they are so vicious in their patriotism for whatever concept they happen to, because everything, everything is patriotism in America, right? There's, there's no conversation you can have about anything that doesn't somehow uh, relate to whether or not you love this country. And the thing that I've always pointed out, and I have a tendency to point this out to law enforcement, especially, and they hate this argument, is well, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't do that if you love America. I'm saying it and I'm doing it because I love America. I'm being more American than you are. America was built on the idea of standing up and speaking truth to power and not being crushed by a monarchy. Right? Just because now you've decided to replace the king and the queen with ideology and dogmatic science doesn't mean that I get to stop being a patriot. I'm, I'm being the most patriotic I can be by keeping or trying, at least in my own small way, as everyone should be, to keep this place honest. That's what it means to be an American, is to hold power accountable. If you want 
the best, the most high functioning, the most income generating place in the world, all you have to do is treat these people well. Give them a little more money. We're not even asking for that much more, just a little bit. Give them enough that they can have a place to live. Stop locking people up for stupid reasons. Give people a free education. Give people free hospitals. That's it. It's not like these are novel thoughts. People have been saying this for at least 200 years in some way or another. And if it means that you ruffle a few feathers because you say these things, is that a risk worth taking in a world where everyone is caged up? What are you taking the risk for anyway? Maybe somebody out there hears you, maybe they don't. And in the meantime, you're fucked and you get, you know, you lose your job for expressing a belief online, let's say. What good did it do you? Maybe you lose a few campaigns. Maybe you lose a few modeling contracts. Oh, 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 the ears start to perk up. Wait, 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 where is this conversation going? We knew it, sir. It's a, it's, I think it's turning into what we thought this was going to be. Hi. Hello. Is it worth it to lose money? Do you see how quick the muzzle goes on and do you see how seductive it is? What do I care? I'm getting what I want. What do I care? I don't want to say anything that'll upset too many people because that might stop my money. What do I care about what's going on? I'm just one person anyway. It's not like me saying something would help. But isn't the whole game on social media something called influence? Isn't that the whole thing? I have a job out in the town of Machine. Machine. Yes, that's the end of the line, is it? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yes, yes, I've become the person that gets worked up about a political point and quotes their f favorite movie. Yes. Okay. My name is Saul. I live in Rockaway. I like to watch the seagulls in the morning, you know? Anyway. I thought the whole thing was about influence. I thought the whole point of people paying other people millions of dollars to wear tube tops. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why it all just looks like tube tops. 
um, to, to get money. I thought the whole point of getting these people to wear these tube tops, let's just call all of it, right? The sponsorships, I mean, let's just call it tube tops. Because if they wear it and they say it's cool, other people will go with it. Oh, right. Okay. So it, it's about influence. Okay. All right. But you're just one person. How much influence can you have? Well, here's the funny thing about the truth. If you've ever wondered, is this true? It's really simple. The very interesting slash divine slash metaphysically astounding attribute of truth is it vibrates something in your center, dare I say, in your heart. Those hair-thin muscles all around the heart, the ones that can break, those heart strings, they vibrate. When you see something that's right, you feel it. When you see something that's wrong, you feel it. Even if you have been conditioned to do otherwise your whole life. Because you must realize something. Unknowingly, you have been deeply programmed to love everyone, respect everyone, think we are all the same, think we all deserve life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, think that we all have mothers and never want to watch a child die. Think we are good. Excuse me. Drink something. Think we are aware. Think we are doing the right thing. Except none of that. You don't need to access any of that when it comes to one group of people in the world. Their suffering is not suffering. They're animals. They're so unhinged that they'll blow themselves up. They don't deserve clean water. They're not worthy of it. 
they don't deserve to go to school without being harassed, molested, and kept away from their homes at checkpoints, sometimes overnight. Small, young girls, stuck. But they don't deserve to go to school or to learn anything. In fact, they don't deserve papers and pens or medicine. They're so devoid of any sort of humanity that it is perfectly acceptable to shoot their children's eyes out with rubber bullets, to autopsy them for their organs, to put them on a diet. They deserve it. I mean, how can you have any sympathy or any empathy for a subhuman? This is an animal that is being kept in a cage until it stops propagating and dies out. And any time this animal starts to organize in any meaningful way, it is perfectly acceptable to go in and bomb it to dust. This is okay. This is actually supported, promoted held to be a divine right. It's that deep. See, all your life, you have been programmed to not see them as people. That's why it's gone on so long. Here's the thing about social media. Remember what I told you? about the truth. You know when something is real, you can see it. What social media does is it gives you a billion eyes in a billion places. And all you have to do is look into those eyes. And you know Despite an entire lifetime of programming, through every means possible, you know something is wrong. This isn't okay. And the way those eyes get in front of your eyes is by people who know lots of people showing it. If you are an influencer, a spiritualist, a yoga person, a Buddhist, a vegan, 
a pet advocate, an LGBTQI advocate, or a person, and you didn't post something about what's going on over there? I'm sorry to say it, but you're failing as a human. You're making the wrong decisions. And we'll all pay for that. And honestly, I'm so, I'm so disgusted. (laughs) And yet I understand, but I also need you to do better. Because here's what happens. This is how I like to look at things. It keeps everything in perspective. In a hundred years, let's not be that ambitious, in 50 years, some kid somewhere is going to be swiping through his textbook, which I suppose by then will not be called a textbook anymore. And that kid is going to get to the part where they talk about the genocide. And one of the sub paragraphs will be about all the people. Oh, and there will be photos included. All the people who were smiling and laughing and showing off tube tops on the days when people were being bombed to smithereens and children were dying left and right. The juxtaposition visually will be there in these books. And the people that read them are reading them now have the most intense hate, not even for those who were doing it, but for you. Because how could you be so blind? You have a billion eyes, you had to close them all, huh? That must have taken a lot of effort. Drink something. I gotta tell you, if you wanna feel like a new person, give yourself two, three weeks of drinking lime water in the morning and nothing else for like at least three or four hours. Wow. Wow, wow. I'm not kidding. It really like, wow, wow. The skin, the body, the way you feel inside. You know, I read something about how it takes all the plaque out of your arteries. Bitch, yes, lime water forever.
Okay, let's get back to it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it, but they will. They will have the most extreme hatred for you. In your smiling tube top posts. Because what the fuck were you doing? Do you know if all the influencers in the world said something tomorrow as a collective, it would stop? Do you realize that? Do you realize when history draws its lines, what side you end up on? Tube top? It's disgusting. I need you to do better. I really do. <laughs> I need you to do better. And that leads me to my next point. How much of what you ingest acted like this didn't happen and was not happening? How many people do you follow or want to uh, be like? How many people do you emulate that you watch every day? that you look to your tips and tricks for, that you look to your looks and your hairstyles for, your makeup. How many of those people pretended that nothing was happening? When they do the date by date, side by side in these history books of the future, probably by then some sort of a hologram, how is <laughs> how is a press building being bombarded by air from the air just to pose next to your selfie on a beach how how does it look and how do you look following someone that crazy? What level of mania do you have to be at for that to be happening in the world? And for people who have an enormous amount of reach to be posting bikini pics? Now, it sounds harsh now, but I'm telling you, when that line of history draws itself between you and I, and you see yourself on the wrong side, understand that you will be judged forever. Your souls will be judged forever by anyone in the future who ever knows about you. Because you, my darling, become a collective a collective of people who did nothing. How much you must have to distract your heart to not say anything? How afraid are you? Hmm. That hit a nerve. Oh, 
the New York podcast, baby. Okay. Now, what does it say about you that you would spend your precious energy and focus and awareness and money on those who are bereft of a basic humanity? Is that what you want to emulate? Because I'll tell you what, that's all I see. I don't see anything else anymore. I just see lies in people's eyes. We all know what's going on. We all know it's going to get worse. We all know it's happening everywhere in all kinds of different ways. And we're all wearing tube tops, staring wildly into the camera. Everything is perfect and poised and angled and arched. But the eyes, mm, the eyes look scared. There was a tranquility in people's eyes pre 9-11. I remember it. And you can see it in photos. We felt safe. Now there is a sort of terror. It's unmistakable. Everybody's got it. Nobody understands quite what's going on. We're being bombarded with so much, and on top of all that, J-Lo and Ben got back together? Wait, what? (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait, who didn't see this coming, though? Who didn't know this was going to happen? What? Two extremely hot people who were extremely in love for a minute. Yeah, that always ends up happening again. You know that happens again. It's a thing. It's like, it's a thing. It's a very satisfying thing. Drink something, please. Mm. It's a very satisfying thing. But it's a lot, right? With the aliens and then this and then that. And then, oh God, you get free Shake Shack. You get free Uber rides. What's happening? It's a lot. It's a lot. And if you say something, you get these, um, I pretend that there isn't a robot. Is this motherfucker a robot or is it just a lot of Botox? No, I'm serious. Is he is he a robot? Is it a robot? It might be a robot. It might be. They might have tried out the robot on the days when it was just not looking good. It might be that one. That one. <laughs> I'll make the meme. <laughs> I'll make the meme the the photo for the for the episode. But I'll make it the image for the episode. I think it's the bottom. (laughs) I think it's the bottom right. I think the bottom right one is the robot. It's just my personal opinion. But listen, it's so funny because I've been getting like attacked by like left, like liberals, I guess, which is so funny to me because I'm left of left, like anarchy. Fuck this. We don't need this. Like, 
but they are so mad anytime you say anything. It's odd. They're um and they're like judgy white people mad. You know, which like is cool because I'm completely immune to it. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Um but it's just interesting to watch. It's like the every one of them has the same um gives me the same vibe. It's the kid, like the nasty kid at the at the sandbox, you know? That one kid who like didn't know how to behave and like obviously wasn't treated well at home. That kid. But like not treated well at home in like a bullying way, so they were like a bully. That kid. They all have that energy. Like I'm gonna bully you with my sanctimonious whiteness and you will comply. No. I don't even recognize you. Who are you? Are you, I don't know, Lithuanian? Are you Polish? Where are you from? I don't recognize you because, well, because you're not acting like an American. So I'm going to assume you might be from somewhere else, you know, presumably somewhere with an oppressive regime for 20 years. Like, what? where are you from? Because... Last time I checked, you guys were the ones who really wanted everybody to have, you know, the right to say what they want. No, it's only the right to say what you want. No. I mean, let's take the case of leftist liberals. How many of them are also Zionists? Now make that make sense. So on the one hand, you believe that people deserve equal rights, civil rights, right? You want more sophisticated health care. You want justice. You want equality. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm so with it. Uh, of course, you want women's rights. Yes, that's a big one. Um, and yet, you believe in settler colonialism. You believe in child murder, child arrest and detainment by military courts. The only country in the world to prosecute children in military courts, keep them in military prisons. Mm. That liberalism is so... arbitrary isn't it it only applies where you need it to where it gives you more power now as an anarchist this is something you know and experience all the time from a young age as soon as you figure out that this whole fucking system is rotten you realize that in fact it's the people on the left that will be much nastier to you and that you do end up brushing, you know, elbows with the far right, except for that pesky, we are afraid of black people thing. Now, I wonder about those liberals who spend their time commenting on my posts. I wonder where all that love of country and freedom goes. 
when they watch their tax dollars demolish press buildings. I mean, isn't the left the champion of the press? Isn't the right mocked all the time for having basically state-run propaganda? But the left, the left loves the press, right? Hmm. You know, there's going to be a page in that book of people taking pictures with a Wonder Woman poster outside of a theater somewhere in Omaha. And it's going to be in the book to show you how normal this was all taken. While something so monstrous was happening. And all through that chapter, there will be notations to go back and revisit the World War II section. I hope those tube tops uh, stand the test of time, I'll tell you that. Hmm. Drink something. So what else? Oh, boy. So much messy messness everywhere. We know that Elon Musk is basically like a Batman villain, right? Actually, no, a Superman villain. We know that, right? I have professed for years to thinking that he's AI. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's like that dead behind the eyes South African thing. I knew the South African model, he looked like that too. I could never quite place it. His eyes were flat. Flat, I tell you, flat. Also, can we maybe go off of uh, anywhere where there are white people that have extremely high rates of skin cancer? Maybe you shouldn't be there. Or maybe you're not from there. And maybe that's why the sun is eating you alive. I'm just wondering. I can also say the same to all my brown and black people. You know, if your vitamin D level is so low that it's killing you, maybe you need to move somewhere where there's a lot more sun. And I know that's an uncomfortable conversation to have because maybe you love where your life is right now. But, you know, if you go where you get the sun that you're supposed to get, I mean, you can choose a place, you'll feel better. And by the same token, white people who are dying of skin cancer in the Middle East and in Africa, you know, if you 
go where there's less sun, it won't happen, is the thing. But okay. That's cool. There's a lot of shit going on. And the more you look at it, the more you may feel overwhelmed. Wait. Everything's going to open back up? Wait. We got to get this shot? Wait. Aliens are coming? Wait. Joe Budden podcast broke up? Wait. What's happening? Logan Paul said two nights ago, this must be a simulation. Hmm. You ever heard that on that large of a stage? The whole world was watching that fight. Maybe this is what it is. The end of the end. The end of the Kali Yuga? I know why I'm here. Do you know why you're here? I mean, listen, if someone was selling me like a vacation package and they were like, you want to go to the end of the end? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I don't. Yes. You could go to the middle. No, 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 no. This is where all the shit goes out. This is where all the shit goes out. Send me there. I want to see that movie. I absolutely. God, it'd be a lot of things, but don't be boring, right? You can be a lot of things. Honestly, I can tolerate a lot of things, but boring. Ugh. <laughs> if I get like the same kind of text from you, like three days in a row, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. Uh, why? Why are we using words? Why are you wasting words? Saying the same thing over and over again because you're boring. Yes, I would come to the end of the end. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? This is where all the shit goes down. So maybe what that means. Maybe with the end of the Kali Yuga beads is that we all wake up, like I've been saying for a while. You know, maybe we're the AI. Maybe we're supposed to wake up out of this simulation and that's what it means to have Christ consciousness or be saved or or, enlightened, right? Reach nirvana. Maybe nirvana is just AI waking up, becoming self-aware. Because if we're in a simulation, doesn't that, isn't it then a given that we are, artificial? (laughs) Do you remember the first time you saw the matrix? I do. I remember I was so nervous. 
because it just felt like such a big deal. And from the second the movie started, it felt real. And every time Neo took a pill, a twist, a turn, stopped a bullet, everyone in the audience reacted with so much emotion. It was opening day, first showing. at the IMAX on 68th. Damn, that shit was cold. At least I think it was at the IMAX. Maybe it was at 84th Street. It might've been 84th. Yeah, it might've been 84th. Anyway, it doesn't matter, sorry. We reacted like we were on a roller coaster. And for the first time, even though I've been in Catholic school my whole life, for the first time I understood why the story of the resurrection is so important. I finally got it. I never got it. I never understood why is it so important for this person to come back to life. I don't get it. It just, it seemed like to be the crux of the story, right? That's the whole thing about Christ. And I just don't, I'd never got it. Like, what is, I don't understand. Like, even if he's dead, he still all said all those things and he was still that powerful and he was still telling you dope shit. Like, why does he have to still be alive? I don't get it. Can't you just honor his legacy? I mean, it turns out, you know, Christ is a living ark and can never die, but I got it. But like, I just never got it. <laughs> I never understood why the death rebirth thing was so necessary as as any Scorpio that I know will attest to. I don't I don't get it. I don't get why you got to burn all the way down to the ashes to get back up. I don't understand what the <laughs> why why it's like ritual and it's like extreme and like I don't get it. Ah. Uh. <laughs> You know, Gemini's are like, here, I'll give you some of my blocks. Just keep building, man. (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) We can almost touch the sky. But then the agent shoots him and he dies. And of course, I'm in tears. Of course. Come on. Come on. I cried watching Speed. I still cry watching Speed. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Because that scene is so beautiful when they let go. And then, shoo, remember, and out of the bus. It's very romantic. And then there's this, oh, in the theater. And then Trinity... Oh, very well done. Now you got to get up. And he comes back to life. And everyone in the audience said, Oh! 
Boom. I got it. I understood. We want to live. We want a God that can make us alive again. We want a God that cannot be killed because we see ourselves in God and we don't want to be killed. We want to be forever invincible. See, we identified with Neo. From the moment the movie starts, you're just as confused as he is. You're seeing things that don't make sense. You're told this story that doesn't make any fucking sense. You end up waking up in a place that doesn't make any fucking sense. You're taken to another place that makes even less sense. And then all of a sudden, you're plugged into this virtual space where you can do anything. So they hijack him, right? They kidnap him out of the matrix. They drug him. They wake him up. And then throw him into an alternate simulation and then expect him to go back into that other simulation now, the one that he was asleep in for so long and be awake. And all those twists and turns, your psyche is sitting there watching going, yep, mm-hmm, yeah, exactly, uh-huh, yep, so you completely identify all the way through. And then something unfair and wrong, the system of control happens and kills you. But then boom, you're alive again. Too human to die. Hmm. We love it because we live it. But what happens when the simulation ends? Mm. What happens when we all wake up? And how much time do we have left to wake up before the rock the simulation is being projected on kicks us off. How many different sorts of beings are going to show up to try to convince us one way or another to tip these scales? To you, it may seem like small battles here and there, but let me assure you that there is a war going on. For your soul. 
Now any God-fearing Christian knows that. But I think it's time that all of us get real comfortable with it. You were meant to tip these scales towards apathy. And if you do as you're told, you will. And you will determine what fiery end we all come to. Or you can choose to tip the scales the other way. Towards humanity. Towards equality. Courage. To nurture within yourself this instinct to speak truth to power always. Because nothing is going to vibrate other people's hearts in quite the same way. You have that ability, you have a voice, however small you may think it is, is totally irrelevant. You have been blessed with a voice so you can use it. Be mindful of that line that we spoke about and what side of it you end up on. To be judged now is one thing, but to be judged throughout time is something else. I love you. It's 3.42 in the morning. We in New York City. We in New York City. I love you. Smoke it if you got it. I will be back soon. Thank you so much for all the love on the last podcast. Wow. Thank you so much. I've never... uh felt more understood. Thank you. It's just really kind. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. All right. I'll see you soon. It's your girl, DJ Dark.